Okay. Yeah, please tell us about us later. I'm kind of interested of how that went. So. And Vince, I sent a link in the chat for okay. that so that you can pull it up as well. Okay. Yes, because we did write a, re a rough script. We always write one. Um, you, wait, you put it in the chat? Wait, does Vince have access to that? Or are we going to... You never cease to amaze me. What? You never cease to amaze me with your IT skills. Thank you. How cool. Look at that. Boom. Just like that. I didn't okay. have to like take five minutes to find it. Okay, does uh, everyone have access to the script? <laughs> hey, Vince. I'm Noelle, by the way. Hi, I'm Vince. Nice to meet you. Also, Sorry, if everyone could... If everyone could speak at the volume of Vince, that would be great. <laughs> because when I tried oh, recording wow. earlier, <laughs> when I tried recording earlier, the audio was so low. You could, you could barely hear anybody. So, um, oh. okay. Does everyone have, okay. Everyone has access to the script. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the PVCC Student Lens Podcast. I'm our technically announced moderator Esperanza I'm Noelle I'm Victory and we have a and I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest today introduce yourself please yes uh, my name is Vincent Gomez and I am a political science major at Arizona State University okay thank you oh. first of all thank you for coming on to the pod of um, course. okay so, okay, sorry. I'm, like, roughly reading the script while I'm trying to do this. Okay, so in case you're not familiar with the Student Lens podcast, it is a project that our team started um, in, uh, for, it was a project, I'm so sorry, I'm stumbling right now, <laughs> but it was a project that we started uh, for our leadership class, something that can impact campus, and although you, we, well, we know that you're not a PVCC student uh, at all, but you are at ASU, which is still really good to know for the people who do want to go to ASU like myself. So we're going to start off with, okay, so, oh, we forgot to introduce our majors. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm Esperanza. I'm a mathematics major. Okay. And I'm criminal justice major. And I am a communications major. Okay. So we're going to start off with Noel. Your question is up first. For joining us so late at night too that's why we're probably a little like not normal because we're all tired it's been a long day no um, no it's all good but look at you're all excited to be here that's so cool we're so glad you have such energy good for all of us um so i would like to ask you if you have any tips so you're in you're in your fourth year and final year or your last year yeah yes um any tips to staying motivated throughout your years in college yeah um honestly it does get pretty hard to stay motivated throughout um college uh, the burnout is real but the main thing that motivates me right now is just feeling that accomplishment of getting a degree um, and being one of the first people in my family to get a college degree. And so it's a very important for me to follow in my mom's footsteps who, were, who was the first one to get a college degree. And I wanna be the second one up, you know? I wanna be right next to her completing my degree and getting a bachelor's degree. Um, so yeah, really having that uh, familial background really helps. 
cool. Congratulations and way to stick with it. Actually, I'm in my third year, going to start NAU next year. So that gives me motivation. Yay. All right. And then I have a question. What are you planning on doing with your major? And what made you come to that realization? How did you find out what you wanted to do? Well, from a, a young age, I've always been a very ambitious. And uh, my uh, family would always talk about how the hardest job was the presidency. And so uh, from a young age, I've strived to become uh, involved with politics so that by the time I am old enough to run for presidency, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But also, every single president that we've had have been all serious, all, let's say, a little older than us. <laughs> um, and I really want to be that president who relates to the younger crowd. I know that sounds a little young at heart when I'm older, but I just feel like their generation doesn't really understand the current present dangers or issues that we're dealing with. Yeah. I feel like teenagers mostly and young adults are treated like children. Um, and because of that, they don't get to expand upon their ideas, their innovative ways. Uh, shameless plug to ASU. Um, and uh, really taking to the reins what we as like a younger generation can do. Yeah. Because um, I hear a lot of people say that we are the change. I do. I do. This generation and the next. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would I would agree with you on that. There were so many, I've talked about this in my English class not too long ago, but there's so many movements that were started in the 60s or the 70s that are currently working today. Yeah. Like, or new ones that we've had to make, like anti-Asian hate or, um, or Black Lives Matter, you know. So those are things that we're starting now. And it's same things with like the whole like, hippy dippy stuff like in the 60s and 70s and then you know like stuff like martin yeah, luther king like <laughs> <laughs> well at least you weren't like burning your bras back in the day noel <laughs> hugging that's trees a fact. hugging that's trees a fact. saying that lsd was good for you yeah no definitely <laughs> definitely definitely not okay let's take it on to victory who stole my question because I'm the one who came up with it, and, and they said, oh, I want that one. Okay, go. Yes, because it's a genuine question, though. Because it's like, what is some of the weirdest or most annoying prerequisite classes that you've had to take this? Ooh. Definitely, I wouldn't consider any of the classes that I've taken weird, because I'm very particular with my classes. I always uh, one read up on the description on the class search page, and two look up my professor on the regular yes. professor's tab. Regularprofessor.com is a Yes, and so I'm very particular about my classes. Although one of the most annoying ones that I actually recently just had is uh, a geography lab for one credit. And it was mm -hmm. a science, quantitative science, I think, um, that uh, I had to take to graduate and it was only one credit. 
Um, they didn't have any deadlines until the very last day of the session, which was mm. right before spring break on March 4th, 5th. Um, and so I put everything off until the last week. <laughs> and uh, I was supposed to buy a $60 geo visualization game for the class. And I was like, I am not about to drop $60. So Pause, pause, pause. Noel, can you say that again? Can you ask your question again? Sure. My, my internet connection is so bad, it did not get any of what you just said or any of the <laughs> video. <laughs> so I need you to ask the question again. Oh, it's getting worse. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I can't screen record if you're the person who started it. No, you can still screen record on your own device, but my internet connection yeah. is horrible. It's not okay. It's on a okay. It's on a medium level, but I can hear you better now, and I can. You're actually moving, okay, cool. so that that's a good sign. Okay. Oh, so not frozen. Yeah, you're not you're not frozen anymore. Okay, so re ask your question. Sorry. Okay. Well, I was just saying, if I did anything other than criminal justice, political science would be it, I think. Um, what kind of classes do you, like, are required in your 300s and, like, and what are your favorite classes that just... 
if not as my second part B of my question. Some of your subject matters, like specifically, like description, and then favorite class. Um, some of the subject matter that I learned as a political science major is uh, one: how our government works domestically, how our governments work on an international level, international affairs, um, political thought really expand my mind so much more um, because I always uh, okay I've always liked to hear sides of the story unless it goes against my own philosophical beliefs um, so <laughs> and for example um, I don't want to ruffle some feathers however if uh, there is a discrimination towards someone based on something that they can't change, say their race. Wow. No, you shouldn't be able to, like discriminate against that. However, I do believe that politics is a spectrum and we have a certain ways that we ideally want to run our government and American political class really opened my mind up to how other political thinkers think and how Republicanism came to be and how it changed to the version that we have now. Um, the Democrats and the Republicans uh, switched names during, I think, the Civil War or after the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, I think that was like a one of my, again, favorite classes that wasn't necessarily mandatory, but it was an elective class that I had to take or choose. Um, and I would say comparative government, comparing how our government works differently from other governments. Um, so I think that's in conjunction with my recent class, which comparative politics. Um, and so how not only just the governments, but also the regimes are different, how regimes change. Um, and so I would say that's some of the subject subject matter and some of also my favorite classes that I have taken because uh, one, it's interesting and two, it's really expanded my knowledge and my mind. Um, and I can say that I don't have a confirmation bias <laughs> because... Uh, I uh, don't uh, just indulge myself in the classes that I uh, particularly have the same political in, but also classes where I don't necessarily agree with them, but now I have a better understanding of why they think like that, why that party's that way, um, and how or why the people within those parties think that way as well. And I gotta say, like, you know, Anything on the political spectrum is valid, 100%. Cool. Very nice. That's a really good answer. Yeah. Funny <laughs> so, that but Victor and I, we've been talking about this. So would you say that your mind has been expanded because of that, the way you take the classes that are maybe not just 100% what you would love mm -hmm. and see other things do? Because I yes. was telling Victory, um, a while a few weeks ago that I think college is a place to talk about everything and anything 
before you're in the world and you're in a job and you're talking about one thing every day to your boss or your co-workers and that's all you talk about yes. <laughs> it's like how many shelves you're making at the warehouse or <laughs> shelves you're making out to deliver the pizzas or whatever you're in charge of right? you know uh, you know what no I mean well. like the world is just like that <laughs> yeah, so, so you said that because I victory I get this one point over here you too girl so it's that competitive conflict style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're willing to compete on building those 12 shelves all by yourself. And you're not willing to let anybody else build those shelves. Okay. Okay. To lead us on to our next thing, because Vince, you did kind of go into the question that I had for you before we wrap up. But I wanted to ask what was the what was the class that made you have an aha moment or was like that that was the class that was like holy shit I never thought of it like that or this is this completely changed everything about what I thought I knew oh did I only take one class okay maybe like two okay so I would definitely say my American political thought is uh, one of my number one classes that gave me so many aha moments. Um, And then the other one that is kind of underrated, but also plays such a huge role in the way I think now, uh, is sociology of religion. Mm, That's a good one. uh, Yes, it uh, was just so mind-blowing to see why people believe, believe, like capital B, believe. In the things it's uh, fascinating to see everyone's different versions of the same kinds of stories and stories destruction stories how we came to be as humans and the souls that we have in us um and uh, one of the most memorable quotes from that class is that we can look at all of these religions as the analogy of the six blind mice and the elephant mm-hmm. which each mouse each blind mouse tries to guess a part of the elephant oh i've actually read that poem yes yeah i know what yes. poem you're talking about yes and so just to know that we really do have it right but we're so busy arguing and we're so busy fighting that we can't collaborate to find out capital T true. <laughs> Sorry. No, the only reason I'm laughing is because we um in our conflict class my my conflict style is collaborating. That's why when you said that I was like that's me. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. Okay, and then what was the first class again that you had mentioned? It was for my American political thought class. Okay, and then real quickly, what was that about? What what made yeah. you have those aha moments? So what made me, or what gave me those aha moments was really, excuse me, oh my gosh, excuse me, expanding expanding my view on the political spectrum, we uh, talked about how politics and political groups can uh, sway in either direction into the extremist side, because right now, right now, you know, we only hear about uh, the extremist right wing, and then we call the radical left. And based on those nicknames, really, we're just 
worsening our issues and arguments against each other because uh, yeah there are extremes but it's also a spectrum you know you have to understand that you may not be 100% right all the time and it, I know that not every single issue can be solved with a one size fit all band-aid yeah um, and so looking for societal issues but with the lens of everything really just uh, it takes a whole lot of like brain energy and consideration and again collaboration um because as much as i want to say that i've expanded my knowledge i know that there's always someone out there on the opposite side of the spectrum that can fill me in even you know yeah um, for sure and so uh, definitely that if there was one thing that i took from that class um this political spectrum target is uh, how equality of opportunity isn't necessarily the same as equality of outcome hmm. and uh, we need more equality of outcome in our lives because uh, opportunity doesn't breed success it doesn't yeah. in our societal system it's not if you have the resources from a very young age then you have it you're going to stay successful but if you don't yes there is a chance but because of like because of the systems that we have in place you might get trapped in a cycle you might get trapped in a pit because of one decision for the most for most cases it was that one decision in life yeah that right. really dug them deep into yeah yeah and into unsuccessfulness which I don't mean to say success is a measure of like how you should value as a person. Um, but right now, again, in our society, that's success is a huge measure. Can I ask you something? I know we're going to close. Hold the wait, wait, wait. Two questions. Okay, One, sorry. We only have six minutes, so really make okay, this real quick. quick. Other than president, um, what other career path would you consider? Just curious. Ooh. I. You know, I don't know if it's the right way to like promote this, but I've always wanted to start a revolution. Oh, why would you? <laughs> I love that answer. I don't know, office oriented, but. <laughs> 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 but okay, um, revolution. Yeah, well, I will. Violence is the last resort of everything you want. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going to wrap up. Vince, where can the people find you? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So uh, you uh, can find me mostly on Instagram, really. Um, it is, uh, if I remember correctly, V-R-H-A and then three E's. So okay. V-R-H-A-E. Um, and then uh, any of uh, y'all or your viewers want to just have a discussion because I love chatting about these uh, kinds of things that most people are scared to talk about um then feel free to use my email it is dc gomez d-o-m-e-z two at u.edu all right are you in a hot tub me <laughs> in your instagram no we're looking at sure? a different account <laughs> say, your, say your name again Oh, yes, I am in a hot tub. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, I 
like, I need readers that are with you. Yeah, but you have sunglasses on, right? Okay, if I yes. follow you, if I follow you, will you follow me? Of course. <laughs> okay, so you and I have completely differing views, although I will say this. I will. I am open-minded, and a lot of what you said, I completely agree with 100%, so I totally want you to follow me because I'd love you to chime in and open other people's minds. Also, I would like to add that Noelle doesn't even follow our podcast Instagram, (laughs) but she followed you before. (laughs) I just forgot. Everyone who follows every... Everyone who follows the podcast Instagram is either my closest friends or uh, or Victory. <laughs> Those are the only people that follow it so far. Yeah, doing it. You literally put it on the, like, every whiteboard you could get a hold of. I could. I did. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really IT. There's Noelle. There she is. I'm a person, person, person. Okay. Anyways. Instagram in December, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. To wrap up, to wrap up. Thank you so much, Vince, for coming onto the pod. We enjoyed you. You had such a great energy. You were literally made for TV. So. Yeah. Also, when you become um, president, can you maybe buy me like a smoothie or something? You know, just. Like, oh, <laughs> I will uh, get you a smoothie shop. Okay. 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 All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Can I leave? This, can I leave this in? <laughs> All right. We're going to call it quits there. Bye. Have a good night, y'all.